Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Billy Crone will share how he believes the mass media mesmerizes the minds of the masses. Watchmen on the Wall is here each day to bring clarity to the chaos and remind everyone who tunes in that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Make sure you receive our brand new monthly catalog, Timely Tools. Timely Tools highlights the latest resources from your friends at Watchmen on the Wall and SWRC. Each month, this beautiful catalog is delivered to you full of the latest books, DVDs, and other timely resources designed to inform you and encourage your faith. Timely Tools is a free way to stay up to date on all the latest DVDs and books by your favorite speakers and teachers. Get your copy of Timely Tools by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Last November, we had the pleasure of conducting our second annual Prophecy Conference in Las Vegas with a great lineup of speakers, including author and pastor Billy Crone. Today, we'll be listening in on the presentation Billy gave on the seduction of the masses. Romans chapter 1, verse 28 to 32, another characteristic that God says of the society in the last days. That's what we saw 2 Timothy last night, but Paul talks about it as well. The final stage of destruction. Okay, ever society. As we read through this again, really what you're going to see is basically the last many decades of America, unfortunately. Okay, and you're going to see that it started with the lie of evolution that began to permeate. Uh, as Larry has said, they took out the Bible and prayer in schools. Later, they took out the Ten Commandments. Did you know the actual Supreme Court or the, the judge ruling of the justification to take out the, the uh, Ten Commandments in the schools? Do you know what it was? The, the ruling, if you ever researched that? They actually basically said that if the kids read it, they may think upon it. If they think upon it, they may act upon it. And that would be detrimental. So basically, the Ten Commandments would cause brain damage, and we've got to get rid of it. God haters. right? But we're going to see the slide of what's happened to our country, and then we're going to see how did it happen again so fast. But let's take a look at that. Verse 18, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. Well, how do I know? How do I know God really exists? We'll keep reading. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, and his divine nature have what? Been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. Nobody's going to stand before God and say, God, you can't send me to hell. I didn't know you exist. This isn't fair. You're doing something unjust, which, by the way, would be accusing God of sin, which is sin. Because he never does anything wrong. He's holy, holy, holy. Okay, but there's no excuse because through the light of creation, you're obviously talking about everything that God made shows that it had to come from God. It's called intelligent design. When you see design in something, what do you imply? That evolved over millions of years by chance with wind and rain and mud. How many guys got your car that way? You just had a pile of dirt in your backyard. You've been waiting for a million and a half years. And finally, over years of exfoliation and erosion, a lightning bolt struck it and boom, out popped the Chevy. Actually, if you believed that, what would you do? You would have no friends, right? But that's what we're being told. That's why God says, uh-uh, from a tree to a flea to a bee to you and me, you ain't got no excuse. Everything shows design, which implies a designer, i.e. God. 
right? For although they knew God, they neither glorified him, okay, nor gave thanks to him, but their uh, thinking became what? Futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal man and birds and animals and reptiles. That was the live evolution that started to make inroads in our country, 50s, really in the 60s, the same time the, the Supreme Court then takes out the Bible and prayer. It wasn't by chance. Okay, so that's where everybody was headed. So what happened? You have the audacity to reject God, even as a nation, even though you were founded as a Christian nation, even though the very Bill of Rights and Constitution, which is all based on biblical principles and that our rights come from our creator. You had the audacity to say he doesn't exist. You got so much. What's he do? He's going to give you over. Remember, that was in the 50s, 60s. Watch this. Therefore, God gave them over to what? The sinful desires of the hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. So what happened in the 60s and 70s? That was the free love, flower power. Did you think that was by chance? It didn't take. Once you rejected God, he gives you over that first stage. All kinds of sexual promiscuity, all kinds of divorce became common. All this stuff is just once. And did we stop there? No. Notice what started to happen in the 80s and 90s. This is the next stage. Because of this, God gave them over to what? Shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. What's that? Lesbianism. And then in the same way, men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. What's that? Homosexuality. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the, the due penalty for the perversion. So again, you reject God in the 60s. Then right after that, 60s and 70s, you got sexual impurity going over the place. In the 80s and 90s, you got all of a sudden this explosion of homosexuality. And now it's just getting even worse. Why? Because we're in that final stage because we didn't even turn away from that. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, now he gives them over to what? A depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. They become filled with every kind of wickedness and evil and greed and depravity. They're full of envy and murder and strife and deceit and malice. They're gossips. They're slanders. They're what? God haters. They're insolent. They're arrogant. They're boastful. They invent new ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They're senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but they also approve of those who practice them. I don't know about you, but I take comfort in knowing that not one of those things is commonplace in our world today it's called sarcasm to make a point it's a teaching technique in case you're wondering okay excuse me every single one of them we become this society because we have the audacity to do what god warned not to do i've given you plenty of evidence for my existence don't turn from me but you rejected him and deliberately followed a lie because it's a lie called evolution. And it went downhill from there. We've now become a society filled with sexual impurity, shameful lust, homosexuality, lesbianism, every kind of wickedness. They invent new ways. Transgender. Have you seen the whole, the whole thing? I, you can't even keep up. There's like, last time I checked, it was getting close to like 50 different supposed genders. No, there's just two. But it's crazy. It just keeps getting worse and worse. It's exactly what God said at that final stage of destruction. You'll become gossip and slanders, insolent, arrogant, boastful, disobedient, senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Listen, you'll become God haters. And folks, I believe, obviously, primarily, as our text says, it is because we have rejected God. He told us this would happen. And each stage when he handed us over, we did not turn back. But I also believe it was a spiritual attack. Um, I had the privilege of, and I just got back again uh, uh, 
not too long ago from uh, being in Europe again. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of good Christian folks out there, super dark. They're way ahead of us in the persecution and stuff of that nature, but they're all isolated alone. And, and, and whether you and I realize or not, they're literally their eyes are on us as America. They're weeping for us as the church because what they're seeing, the church is accepting and allowing. And not only that, but this is their words, not mine. We are praying for you. They're the ones that can't even find a, a church. They don't have a passion. They got nothing. I mean, that's happening here in America, but it's way further advanced there. But they said, listen, we know if America goes, it's over. That's our brothers and sisters in Christ. This is what's going on today. And so I believe it's also a spiritual attack. We're the last stronghold of Christianity on the planet by and large. Now it's growing in Iran, praise God. It's also growing in China, praise God for that. So it's not just us, but when you look at our history, it's like how far we have fallen from what God originally intended. And it's because it was a spiritual attack. The Bible tells us, folks, why this is happening. We've seen the stages, but the Bible tells us the one who's the one directing it against our nation to get us to go down this route. And that is the one who is mesmerizing the minds of the masses, even in America, in these last days, creating this wicked, evil society. He is blinding their minds to the truth of God's existence. And that's none other than Satan himself. And this is what we see in the scripture, right? Second Corinthians 4, 3 through 4. If the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, okay, it's only hidden from people who are perishing. Who? Satan, who is the what? Little g, God of this world, has what? Blinded the what? minds it's a mental thing the minds of those who don't believe now why would he go after the mind because what you believe determines how you behave if you don't believe there's a god you're going to act like it we tell kids that you came from an ape we're shocked when they act like animals we tell people that there is no reason for life we came from the goo to the zoo to me and you and then we're shocked when they're so flippant and taking life what you believe determines how you behave satan knows this that's why he goes after the mind he blinds the mind to those who don't believe they're unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. John 12, 31. The time for judging this world has come when who? Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. And finally, Ephesians 2, 1 through 2. Once, Christian, you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to, keyword, live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the who? The devil who? The commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. The Bible tells us Satan's not just real, but Satan is really out there directing this evil, wicked society. Okay, And I'm convinced he is using modern technology, including subliminal technology, to do what we just read. What he specializes in, what he's up to. He is using it to blind the minds to keep people from seeing the truth about God's existence, about Jesus Christ, about that there's hope one day. Come to Christ. Blinding their minds. They're unable to see it. Okay? And yes, it's a hard heart issue, as the scripture talks about, but I believe it's also in these last days, he's really ratcheting it up. And I think because he, like us, we don't know the day nor the hour. But he, like us, if you're paying attention, knows it's getting close. So just as I believe why God still has us here is to save as many as you can. Satan's trying to blind as many as he can. Because he always does the opposite of what God wants. That's who he is, the adversary. Right? And so I want to focus on, let me share with you, I'm convinced, some of the ways that he's blinding the minds of those who don't believe. And, and we've, if anything, it's become more apparent in the last two years. Have you ever run into somebody, 
the last two years, and it's like, you're talking to a wall. I mean, you're having an intelligent conversation, and you're just waiting for the drool to start coming out. And then you, you even know what they're going to say before they say it because they parrot whatever the media tells them to say. In fact, how many guys, I'm not joking, how many guys have ever, you've been driving around, and then you just happen to be looking, and all of a sudden you see this person in a car driving down the road, windows up, not only with a mask on, but with a face shield. No, and in your brain, what'd you say? I bet you they watch CNN. Because <laughs> it's so commonplace. But this is what we're going to talk about. There's a reason why. It isn't just Satan's using technology, subliminal technology, to create and encourage this wicked, moral, immoral behavior that we're seeing last night. He's using it to create mindless zombies who will act, believe, and behave the way the global elites want them to behave. And turn them against God. Now, let me expose some of those techniques. The first way is by our sense of smell. Turn to somebody and go like this. That might have been pleasant. It might not have been, depending on that person's hygiene. But we won't go there because that's what causes a church split. And I don't want to do that so early in the morning. Uh, but with smell, believe it or not, they use subliminal smells to get people to behave exactly how they want them to behave. Whether you realize or not, it's, it's all around us. Now, again, if you were here last night, we saw that Disney, Disney has been using subliminal technology for a long time, including their cartoons, as we saw the, just the tame ones that I uh, could share with you. Uh, but they also use uh, subliminal technology in their parks when you go there. Let me give you just one uh, example. They actually put vanilla, like drops of vanilla, on a heated cookie sheet, okay, heat them up in the oven, and then it pff, creates this puff of vanilla smoke, this vapor, uh, so that people will start to smell, quote, cookies baking, so they will come into the cookie shop to buy those fresh vanilla chocolate chip cookies. You know what the problem is? They're not fresh. They're made from somebody else. They're prepackaged. But the subliminal smell of you walking by that store in their park going, man, fresh baked cookies. It just literally caused you, it literally subliminally led you by the nose to get you to buy those cookies. That's just one. There's another technique they use. It's called uh, pheromones. Pheromones, if you're not uh, familiar with that, is uh, they're, they're human pheromones. They're compounds produced by us, that, how we smell. And believe it or not, certain pheromones, they've learned, there's a whole science behind this, that they could use and introduce into an environment to make you do what they want you to do, okay? To be led by the nose. Now watch this. This is a direct quote. Shoppers, okay? Shoppers on the prowl for digital playthings unwittingly stumbled into a covert operation in the olfactory frontier. In other words, your nose. Riding up an escalator in the third floor of the shops in New York, they encountered a, a scent. And that scent, and here's a direct quote, made them feel like hanging around the shop a little longer and, quote, put them in the right mood to shop. Companies are also exploring ways to make the store windows radiate scents so that passersby will be lured in to sniff out a new laptop or other digital things. In fact, and I quote, you think, oh, that won't work. Watch this. 75% of the emotions we generate on a daily basis are affected by the smell, and the results are astonishing. And I quote, when examining the cash register receipts, they found that sales almost doubled the days the subliminal scents were used. We just thought we had to have that laptop. <laughs> Ladies, you just thought that that store was cool and hip, and for some reason, I just wanted to buy today. The whole thing was done by your nose. 
whether we wanted it or not. It happens. It's all over the place, folks. And that's just one way. Again, uh, the second way is our taste, our food supply. Our food supply has been tainted, right? I mean, it's way worse in, in, in uh, volume than just the chicken issue. I mean, the chicken issue is apparent. I mean, that's, it's called foul meat for a reason, but I digress, right? But our food supply has been tainted. Now, it's been tainted, not just harmful to us. It's been tainted to manipulate us. Let me give you a couple examples. MSG, have you heard of that? Do the research. I'm not making this up. MSG is short for monosodium glutamate. Okay, and that's like, man, that's an amazing scientific thing. And, and it's like, well, what's that? Who, who knows what it is? Well, they, they pitch it uh, as a, quote, flavor enhancer. Right? That's, that's what you'll see typically MSG or monosodium, they'll say flavor enhancer on the packaging. It's in nearly all processed and manufactured foods. Okay? It, everything. Okay? The only problem is it has no taste. It has no nutritional value at all. And listen, it's actually a brain stimulator. It actually stimulates your taste buds by, listen, exciting the neurons in your brain so that it, it's a brain drug that creates the illusion of taste of your food. You literally could put MSG on a piece of cardboard and make it through you know, a couple bites, even though you know it's cardboard, but as soon as it hits your brain, you're going like, this is the best cardboard I ever had in my life. It's amazing. <laughs> That's what MSG is. It's in everything right? Everything. Okay. And not only that, it's addictive. Money. Manipulate, right? Quote, it intensifies pleasurable tastes and causes one, listen, to crave foods high in glutamate. So in other words, once you start eating something with MSG, you just can't stop. We talked about this last night. How many guys have ever bought a bag of potato chips and you literally said, you know what? I'm just going to have, didn't turn out that way, did it? Because once you ate that first one, even though even while you're chewing on that thing, you're going, I'm just eating one. I'm just eating one. Within just a few seconds, you're going, okay, maybe another one. Okay, maybe another one. And next thing you know, the whole bag's gone. Why? Because then you have to go buy another bag. And then another bag. And it's very addictive. They put this in a lot of foods, and then you wonder why there's an obesity aspect that's going on. You can't stop eating. Now, let me give you a couple more, and then we'll move on to the next subliminal technique. Aspartame, NutraSweet. You guys familiar with that? And again, this is stuff, this is no conspiracy theory. It's out there. They finally, they lied to for us for many decades. But these are neither sweet in and of themselves. They are also brain drugs that stimulate your brain into thinking that the food that it's on tastes sweet. Okay? And of course, in this case, uh, we're being doubly lied to. Uh, it's used in a lot of diet products, including diet soda. But here's the problem. Just like with MSG, Aspartame and Nutrisweet actually is very addictive and it causes you to crave more and more carbohydrates, which is what helps you to gain weight. And they put it in diet soda. So it actually, I, we should call it diet plump. <laughs> right? But why they do that? Why would they do that? Because you can't stop. And you can't stop, which means you constantly go back to them. I got to have more. I got to have more on the foods, the drinks. And I think I'm losing weight, but I'm not losing weight. Why am I not losing weight? And I just I can't stop. I got to have it. I got to have it. Total manipulation. First with the nose, then even with their food supply. And there's a lot more with the food supply, right? Uh, how many of you guys ever, ever, I don't even have time to get into the genetic modification of the food supply. That's a whole other aspect. How many of you guys ever grow something yourself, right? Besides your toenails. That's like, that's just, that's an instant package, right? 
That's kind of gross, but don't eat them. Don't eat them. <laughs> You're eating the chicken. You ever grow something? We, we got, I, got, I got like, uh, I'm up to like 11 fruit trees in my backyard. I'm super stoked. I love it. I grew up in the farm. I grew up in Kansas. We always farm. We always had a big garden, whatever. So Vegas, I don't know if you noticed, there's not a lot of farmland, right? So I got everything in these big pots and planter boxes. So I've been uh, planting fresh tomatoes and, and uh, peppers and bell peppers and hot peppers and just about anything I can get my hands on. So, uh, and it's actually working out pretty good. But how many guys, if you've ever grown something, let's go back to the tomato aspect. You take a bite of that vine-ripened tomato, it doesn't even have to be chilled. You pop that baby in your mouth, and you're like, what? Oh, so good, right? Why doesn't it taste that way in the store? Because most of the products that we have in our food supply are not natural anymore. They've almost all been genetically modified. And again, that's not even counting the aspartame, the nutrient, the MSG. Our whole food supply has been tainted to manipulate us into just, we can't stop, we got to buy, and sick. Now, let's talk about another one that uh, you probably don't know about, but it's going on every day, a lot of places where we go, and that's sound. Now, I don't have time to get into uh, a big uh, way that they manipulate with sound, and that, of course, is the issue of backmasking. A lot of people think that that went away uh, in the 80s with rock and roll and all those guys with those creepy messages. No, they're still doing it today. Uh, I don't have time to get into the backmasking that a lot of it uh, comes right out of Satanism. We did a 16-week study on Satanism here a while back, and we saw that the number one law of Satanism is do what you will shall be the whole law, which is everywhere today. You wonder why everything's getting so devilish? Because people are being taught to be a good Satanist. It's all about self, me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity, self-love, self-esteem, self-love, self. That's the number one law of Satanism. Another law that Satanists have is called the law of reversal. And, of course, it's just like Satan. They're Satanists. Whatever God says, you do the reverse. You do the opposite. They'll, leave, they'll, they'll speak backwards, they'll talk backwards, they'll do this, you know, backwards things, and, and it's just all in rebellion against what God. So, so a lot of that is still going on today. Uh, also, that's why you'll have certain people like uh, Oprah Wan Kenobi, the biggest high priestess, new ager on the planet, woman version, uh, who follows Eckhart Tolle, who's another big giant new age guy. And they're not the only ones, but she's the biggest I call the new age priestess, because she really is. But... Uh, law reversal is it just me or her name's oprah what did she call her company what's harpo backwards of oprah you learn something new every day it's amazing first it's those toenails the chicken and now it's oprah this is amazing i should have came earlier right okay but i don't have time to get in that but here's what i want to demonstrate to you sound manipulation subliminal messages believe it or not folks uh and they're everywhere why is it, have you ever asked yourself, why is it, are they just being nice to us? When I go to the store, grocery store, department store, go to the mall, even go to the gas station. And they're always playing music. Is it because they just love us? And they're paying for this music to be piped in because they just know we're music lovers and it's just. And I quote, here's what's going on. The quick repetition of, quote, I am honest, I will not steal 9,000 times an hour at a barely audible volume was able to curb shoplifting in one department store by 37% during a nine-month trial. One New Orleans supermarket reported that theft rates fell two-thirds from $50,000 a yearly down to $13,000 a year. 
In fact, subliminal sounds not only curb theft, it affects people, it curbs other behavior that they don't want you to do. And I quote, and the Kansas City Medical Center, hidden audio messages were constantly piped in through the sound system, causing dramatic results. Smoking in the staff lounge was down by 50%, and angry patient outbursts in the crowded patient rooms were down 60%. And according to research conducted by Adrian C. North, a psychologist in the University of Leicester, said, and I quote, subliminal music by store managers, business managers, and companies Direct quote, can affect a person's thoughts and actions, quote, without the person even knowing. The evil one, Satan, is blinding the minds of those who do not believe. And that leads us to the fourth and final one. That's our sense of sight. Now, we saw last time just some of the visual ways that we're being bombarded by subliminal technology. It did not go away. We were lied to by our eyes, and we saw that with subliminal logos, we saw that with subliminal advertising, we saw that uh, shocker wise that people are acting so immoral and just can't get these immoral things out of their images, uh, out of their brains, their thoughts, their life, because they use a sex sales mentality with the subliminals, it's everywhere, even in cartoons, we saw that it was also in Hollywood, uh, the movie industry, sitcoms, they use it everywhere, we saw that, they even admitted it, okay? Uh, but I wanna hone in on now how at the same time all this is going on, that they've done this with an addictive nature. It's not just happening, but at the same time, these guys are slick. They have put this technology in a medium that not only can we subliminally manipulate people, but you just can't shut it off. So you're literally just being brainwashed, okay? And so I wanna hone in on that uh, and, and show you that this is why we're running into those people who are like we're talking to a brick wall. And they're just carbon copy of CNN. And they can't shut it off. There's a reason for that, okay? And they will act and believe and behave exactly what the controlled narrative and the global elites want them to do. We've been listening to a portion of Billy Crone's presentation on the seduction of the masses that he gave at our prophecy conference last November. Billy Crone's complete presentation is now available on DVD. You can also order the complete conference with all of the speakers and sessions on DVD and audio CD. Call today and order the Las Vegas Prophecy Conference Collection, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order on our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. If you're a new listener to Watchmen on the Wall, make sure you request your new listener pack. In this packet, you'll find a special welcome letter from our president, Dr. Kenneth Hill, information about the ministry, and a free book. It's our way of saying thank you for being a new listener here at Southwest Radio Ministries. To request your new listener pack, which is absolutely free, call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And request your new listener pack today. Tomorrow, Marvin McIlvaney will have an important Bible in the News report, and Steve Butler will continue his teaching series on why you and I should explore Bible prophecy. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall 
podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Please visit our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com.